This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. Happy birthday to you. Hey, where's mom going? She hasn't even opened her presents. Well, son, she just turned 65, which means there's new offers for her at Specsavers. What? Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow. So, can we cut the cake now? You betcha. No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. It's a very specific labor shortage that will hit Zoomers hard as we age. We know there's a growing need for personal support workers. I'm sure that many of our listeners have either had to use their services themselves or they've hired them for uh, loved ones, for parents, older people. Uh, However, the problem is only 3% of all PSWs are men. Miranda Ferrier, the president of the Ontario Personal Support Workers Association, joins me now. Miranda, hi. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Libby. So uh, how are you seeing this problem now and how is is it going to evolve in the next few years? Well, it's actually interesting. Um, when I graduated from the PSW program back in 2006, there was absolutely no males whatsoever in my graduating class. So what we're seeing now is more and more whenever we visit schools or when we have new members that on board is that probably one out of 100 PSWs uh, that join the association are males. And we see such an increasing need for them, especially in the hospital sector. Mm-hmm. How come in the hospital sector? We find that um, male, male PSWs have a better tendency to deal better with aggressive dementias than the female personal support workers. Okay. Not to say they don't know what they're doing, but the males have this, I guess, a different effect on the aggressive dementias. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, there are going to be more of those. I mean, I, I have to say that, uh, you know, when I was ill, I, I used the services of PSWs. Uh, some of them were great, but I really would not have wanted somebody from the opposite sex doing that. I mean, they help you with showering and things like that. I, absolutely not. And I'm sure that right now, because of that gender skew, there are a lot of men who don't really have any choice, but they have to have a woman helping them. Well, exactly. And so that's what we see a lot, right, is when somebody is, is, is in that position where you need assistance with the most vulnerable part of your care, um, you know, we typically want to have somebody of the same sex that's, assess- that's assisting us um, or a female for, I mean, a, a lack of better term. Uh, for some odd reason, it seems to be that females are more able to do the job, but that's not the case. There's a lot of really good professional male PSWs out there that are more than capable of doing the job just as good as the female PSWs. Mm-hmm. But uh, so are there some people who don't like a male PSW? Um, men don't like a male PSW? Is that what you're saying? 
Yes, we've actually had a couple instances. I've, I've spoken to a lot of our male PSWs that we have in the association. I, I kind of veer towards them because, like you said, they're kind of that, that – uh, the rare breed in the PSW world. Um, but I always seem to like to engage with them and ask how, how they deal with those types of situations. I mean, one of the things we ask them is, you know, when you go into someone's home and you're there to perform a shower or toileting, um, how would you approach it if they say no? Right. So what we find though, is a lot of people and elderly prefer not to have a male PSW perform their care, where they be male or female. Oh, really? That's that's interesting. I would have just assumed that uh, uh, if you were a guy, you would rather have a guy doing that stuff. You know what? That's what I assumed as well, Libby. Um, but that doesn't seem to be the case. So, you know, it's a really difficult situation for male PSWs. I think there's a real stigma kind of on the position. Um, I think that, you know, male PSWs, like I said before, they have a lot to offer the personal support worker sector. Um, I think that they're going to bring in a new breed um, of PSWs, uh, and we need more of them. Uh huh. So we have to change some attitudes as well. Uh, do people who are, say, in long-term care homes, do they recognize that there is a certain advantage or there can be with male PSWs and aggressive patients? Yes, actually. Um, we find that a lot of uh, administrators or managers or CEOs of companies do realize that having a male PSW in order to deal with the aggressive dementias or the agitated dementias um, is a, a necess- necessity to have. Um, you know, when I worked in long-term care, I had a male PSW that I worked alongside of, and he was so instrumental in helping decrease situations that they wouldn't become violent. And I think it was because he was six foot four. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm five foot one. But I mean, he was really, and, and he didn't approach them in a negative manner. I think it's just kind of that whole stigma surrounding male versus female, right? So when you have a male PSW dealing with an aggressive dementia, people have a tendency to back down a little bit faster than if they're dealing with a female. Especially if they're six foot four. Oh, my goodness. And he was fantastic, honestly. I mean, the male PSWs that I have met, that I've worked with personally or I have assisted through the association, um, they really are in it for the right reasons. And it may be boiled down to something that occurred in their own families, that they want to be able to assist their loved ones later in life, um, and that they also view it as something that's important in healthcare. And as you say, the Zoomers are up and coming, and they're already here. And we're going to need as much help as we can possibly get to supply the quality of care that everyone deserves. You know, what you were saying a few moments ago that that um, a lot of patients, whether they're male or female, prefer a woman to perform those very personal parts of the care. Uh, do you think that might change with our generation? I just have. Do you think so? I hope so. Um, I think that it's becoming more accepted. Um, in, but I mean, we do hear a lot of stories of male PSWs that will go in home care, especially that will show up in home care and they will be refused care. Um, it's just something that's out there and that's occurring. Right. And I think it's something where more communication needs to occur, maybe more, you know, knowledge is power, um, knowledge is awareness. And I think that if, uh, more, of society understands that you could get a male or you could get a female, but they're both doing the same job and they're both there for the same reason, um, that maybe people will be more accepted, acceptable of it. Okay, well, that's interesting. So are you trying to recruit more males or just leave things the way they are in the light of that? 
Oh, we always, um, actually, I was in a classroom a few weeks ago, and there was three male PSWs in this classroom full of females, and I always give them uh, kudos uh, for going through the course with a room full of women, um, but I always say to them, too, I always, I always make a point to mention not only are female PSWs extremely important uh, to the personal support sector, uh, but male PSWs are also very important, and we really make a point of, of saying that to the male PSWs, hoping that they hang on and they grow graduate and they find a good position upon graduation um you know they are needed we do need them uh there's so many different illnesses and and diseases and disorders that are up and coming that we will require i guess for lack of a better term stronger individuals in order to deal with some of these huge transfers and medical procedures that we have to do mm-hmm. I, I would imagine so uh, let's go to the phones we've got alvin in toronto hi alvin hello how are you yeah, good. How are you doing? Thank Fine, you. thanks. I call. Go ahead. Uh, I also, I have been a sick patient for the last eight years, cancer patient. Yep. And, uh, I have always got a female PSW. They are very good, some of them. Yep. Some of them are nurses from different countries who are trying to upgrade and doing PSW work. And a few of them are not good. Well, yeah, it's like anything else. I yes. agree, yes. <laughs> yes, jobs and the, uh, like a bad apple spoils the whole basket of bad apples. But I've never found any male PSWs, and I found male nurses coming to me, uh, and they are good too. Uh, I, I don't know why is this kind of thing like there are no male PSWs. Would you would you be would you be happier with with having somebody uh, a man help you with personal care if you need it? Uh, at uh, at the moment I am not so bad, but uh, I heard the lady talking when you go into dementia and things get worse. I would prefer a man. Yeah, I, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, even, you know, if you're not talking about dementia, if you're talking about, you know, somebody helping you bathe, personally, I prefer somebody of the same sex. Yes, exactly. I would prefer. But uh, it's uh, it's uh, very limited in, in, in North America, but in other countries, uh, it is more. Yeah, where are you from? I am from uh, basically from India, but I worked in Arabia, and there are a lot of nurses who are male nurses and PSWs who are male PSWs. Yeah, I would think in that culture a woman couldn't do that job. No, the women are there. They do that job, but generally they refuse them. Yeah, I mean, they would would not be able to perform that job on on a man in, in those cultures, yeah. Yeah, they do not allow it. To, to, so there are a lot of uh, these workers, but I find it very limited in, in, in Canada and in North America. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's what we're discussing. Uh, um, Alvin, thank you very much for your call. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Take oh, care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, so uh, there, are, there are people... Uh, who I guess will be much more open to having a male, and it it may also be a question for people who are new Canadians and they're not used to dealing with someone from the opposite sex in that kind of a situation. Miranda, oh, it's definitely you know it's I think that we have to look at it in a more broader picture uh, than what than how we are viewing it. 
right? I think uh, in the Globe and Mail article, I read that there is a stigma surrounding, you know, that someone in a personal care position should be a female. So when someone goes into a long-term care facility or they're receiving home care, they automatically kind of expect a female personal support worker to come in. Right. Um, and I think that we just have to change the communication, like I said earlier, surrounding that, uh, bring some more acceptance uh, towards having a male personal support worker. I know my father would probably prefer a male PSW to perform personal care than a female. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, you know, it's really up to the individual. Yeah. Um, and it is, of course, the individual's choice. And as I said, I wouldn't be surprised if those attitudes change. But I guess uh, change is always slow. The change surrounding personal support workers, Libby, is very slow. Um, But in this case, the change is in the hands of society. So, you know, I think that if uh, people, people have a tendency not to realize even what personal support workers are until suddenly they have to deal with it themselves. Right? Right. And I think that maybe some education and communication surrounding what we are and what we do, everyone knows what a nurse is right from birth. But I think that perhaps realizing what a personal support worker is a lot sooner than when we may need them uh, might come in handy towards this change, uh, you know, surrounding male versus female. Right. I mean, and there's there are a lot of other things that have to happen. I mean, we've talked about uh, the certification of personal support workers. Uh, you are running an association. Uh, the government tried to institute a system of background checks, and they spent millions of dollars, and it didn't work. And here you are. You managed to do it on your own. Yes, we did, actually. And I would like to share that we have put in an unsolicited proposal to the government to become the governing body of personal support workers in the province of Ontario. So uh, this is something that we are moving forward on in quite a rapid pace. We've received tons of support uh, from government surrounding this. So it's quite exciting. Um, We're hoping for some positive change for PSWs and those in their care in 2017. Right, because uh, as I said, the government spent millions of dollars trying to set up a registry, and Mm -hmm. it didn't work uh, along with many other uh, things that the government has spent millions of dollars on. And uh, in your association, you simply, you hire people who do background checks, right? Yes, we do, actually. So what what we do is we work with a company called uh, Sterling Talent Solutions, or BackCheck. And so each one of our PSWs have to go through a thorough background check. We do a national criminal record check on them. Uh, We do credential checking. So we ensure that they have graduated from an accredited college in the province of Ontario. Uh, And we also make sure that they are who they say they are and that they can legally work in the province of Ontario. So all of these things we have implemented as personal support workers ourselves, as we believe that this gives us the professional status that we need, as well as a code of ethics and scope of practice and standards of practice that we have. And do you think there is a big problem with people who are not uh, who they say they are? I mean, I remember in my own case, uh, at uh, at the beginning, uh, the the company that I hired, they sent somebody, she didn't seem to know very much, and they said, oh, she was a pharmacist in her home country, and then as soon as the boss left, like the first thing she said to me was, no, I wasn't. At least she was honest. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, I hate to say it, Libby, but there's so many stories that we hear here we hear at the association um, on a weekly basis of families that call to inquire whether or not um, their loved one is being cared for by an actual personal support worker. Um, and as it stands right now, there is nothing in place to ensure um, that someone like 
I guess not insure, but to implement if that person is not an actual personal support worker. So our hands are tied. We're trying our best because we do look into each and every, um, you know, allegation or complaint or email that we receive at the association. Um, we send a lot of them over to the patient's um, Miranda, I'm sorry to interrupt, uh, but we have to go. Oh, uh, so uh, thank you very much for that. And keep us posted on the progress of your or your association. Thanks a lot. Will do, Libby. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Happy birthday to you. Hey, Bye. where's mom going? She hasn't even opened her presents. Well, son, she just turned 65, which means... There's new offers for her at Specsavers. What? Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing. And she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow. So, can we cut the cake now? You betcha. No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.